now playing. Why so serious? What is the Matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? No, oh, what's in the box? Like scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. Hello, good people, and welcome to Movie Reviews in 20 Cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. And this week's movie is Catman of the MCU, Black Panther. And I have two awesome, 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 amazing, absolutely great guests to help me dissect this movie in 20 questions. Uh, the first of which is Machu Toro. He's returning back from the Baywatch episode that he fucking petitioned for. <laughs> How are you, Machu? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm feeling very, not very confident about the trivia round at the end, as per usual. I'm going for a, I'm going for a, a, a series high of one out of five. So let's hope I can get there. Awesome. And making her triumphant return, you've been petitioning for her to come back. Um, I've, I've probably got like one or two texts that are like, <laughs> Where is she? What's happened to her? Where is that girl? It's Stacey Gavin. How are you, Stacey? I'm just so happy to be watching more Marvel movies. So much so that she's literally forgotten everything about it. We we had dinner last night and I said to her, are you looking forward to doing Black Panther tomorrow? And she said, babe, I don't really think I can remember any of it. Should we go see it again? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go see it now. And she's like, oh, I don't want to see it two nights in a row. To which I replied, it's Friday and we saw it on Wednesday. Aww. Anyway, guys, IMDb have this rated at 7.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, a whopping 98%. And Metacritic have it at 87%. But, Machu, what would you give this movie out of 10,000? Well, I'm going to give it a little bit lower than the critics at uh, (laughs) 7,599. And I liked it. I liked it. I just. Blasphemy. I (laughs) I liked the movie. It was good. Um, but it was um, a bit of an. I thought it was a bit odd in parts. So, we'll what about you, Stacey? The girl that doesn't remember any of it. <laughs> I want to rank this slightly lower than what I ranked Doctor Strange. Do which, you remember your rating? No, because- I do not. So I'm going to take a stab in the dark and go with a eight thousand one hundred and twenty-nine. Wow, that's a pretty good rating for you. Mm. Cool. Well, I am an unapologetic. MCU fanboy I almost love everything they do but the problem I have with the MCU is I, I like it but I don't 9 to 10,000 I don't I don't hit those highs and this movie came perilously close but it didn't quite cross the 9,000 threshold so I'm going to give it 8,998 higher than the notebook then oh ooh, ooh, now see I didn't you've thrown a spanner in the works there much you because <laughs> I, I must admit I did really hate the notebook hey I just want to throw in one more comparison we, have we done Thor Ragnarok? No. No, not yet. Um, how a, a certain somebody who provided the fan question this for this episode has absolutely demanded that we do Thor Ragnarok, so we're not going to... Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but would we say this is better or worse than Thor Ragnarok? Better. Worse. Yeah, I thought it was better. <laughs> really? Mm. You voted much you have a shot, bro. Have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that bloody trivia round. <laughs> Righto, hit us with the plot, Machu. Yeah, all right. What she said. (laughs) So, after the death of his father, 
T'Challa, um, not to be confused with Coachella, returns from home from, uh, to the African nation of Wakanda to take his rightful place as the king. I thought you were going to take me to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> My name's T'Challa, not Coachella. Would you like to come with T'Challa? Yes, I will go to Coachella. So, uh, when a powerful enemy suddenly reappears, T'Challa's metal as king gets tested when he's drawn into a conflict that puts the fate of Wakanda and the entire world at risk. Uh, faced with treachery and danger, the young king must rally his allies and release the, f- the full power of Black Panther to f- defeat his foes and secure the safety of his people. Now, I don't remember treachery. Uh, who... Where is this treachery? Where do you get these bloody synopsis from? Um. Isn't it? I thought it was pretty treacherous when Killmonger came back and tried to take over the throne I mean, on such a tenuous blood tie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and not Dan- tenuous. Daniel Kaluuya's character, um, he it's was a bit treacherous. first cousin. Yeah, but it, he wasn't. And he's got the he, right to challenge him to a ritual battle. But he wasn't in line for the throne. He was like off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about the the throne of England here. We took the Wakanda one. Yeah. Which, say, he's like the Prince Harry. Well, I don't remember <laughs> Prince, he's, he's Prince Harry man. turning up, going up to Prince William and going, let's have a fight in this waterfall and whoever wins gets to be king of England. You do don't know yet. <laughs> Beatrice is next. She's next in line. She's like, come on. Come on, William. I'm ready for you. Fuck, that would be an awesome movie, guys. Imagine seeing... Imagine seeing the royal family having a full-on fucking battle royale yeah. to the death. Come on, you bald William. And I, William's like, shut up, you red ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, my money would be on my money would be on Prince Harry, man. Like Every rugby oh. team's got to have a ginger because they're fucking psychos. <laughs> yeah. Can only have one, though, because yeah. they, they have to they <laughs> make them fight to the death to figure out who's the really yeah, the scariest. Yeah, they get to infighting and start killing each other, right? Eh? <laughs> okay, guys, moving on. So, as usual, we're going to do our 20 questions. We're going to start with 10 all-play questions as part of our new format. Going to kick it off with compliment sandwich. So, basically, here we go. One thing you liked, one thing you really didn't like, and one thing you liked. I liked that T'Challa, and I'm not sure if this is true, but um, but he it feels like he was an actual African from Africa. Is that right? He's not. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's something I don't like. <laughs> But at least he seems like he's from Africa. Like he, when I went to Africa, like the dudes, they weren't these. You know, the the guys I saw in America, the Africans were big and massive, and um, but the guys in actual Africa were about the same height as me, um, struggling to get over five foot. So, <laughs> and, and it's the yeah, I suspect this guy's a bit taller than me, but he just felt lucky. A lucky, it came as across as a legitimate African, even though he is actually not at all. But ninety eight percent of the population is bigger than you, much. <laughs> Uh, no, so he's, he's he's an American. Actor. I, I like the he's fact an American that American actor, and he's actually played a South African before. So he's yeah, he's got the yeah, down. he's got the le- le- he's feels legitimate. I'm just glad they didn't cast someone like Will Smith to play Black Panther. <laughs> and the, the thing I didn't like about this movie, if although this movie was made in the '90s, that would have totally happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the thing I didn't like about this movie, or, or it could have been The Rock, you know, who knows? Mm. Um, was uh, that I felt. The fight scenes lacked a little bit of intensity. There was heaps of them, and they were awesome. But there was the um, there was I didn't buy into the um, the intensity of some of the fight scenes, like in some of the other Marvel Marvel movies I've really liked. But this yeah, one yeah. I kind of didn't like as much. 
and and I, the other thing I liked was that the, all the the warriors, the really tough people in Wakanda, were all the women. I thought that yeah, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. What about you, Ginger Princess? What did you like, dislike, and like? I found it very refreshing that none of the main characters were white Americans. Mm. I thought that was very refreshing. It's great. We need to see more a more balanced representation of what the world is actually like, yeah. which is cool. I'd just like to point out at this point that we had Martin Freeman, who once played Bilbo Baggins, and we had Andy Serkis, who played Gollum. So we've got a couple of Lord of the Rings actors here. We've basically got a couple of Tolkien white guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on that for fucking days. Days, I'm telling you, days. I've been wanting to get that out for days. Yeah, that I does. couldn't say anything to you at the movies. I was like, oh. I'll slow clap that one. <laughs> Uh, if you've listened to the countdown, I'm going to use the exact same joke on that one as well. By the way. <laughs> okay, now this is getting really nitpicky here. What I didn't like about this movie was when all of the tribes were they were standing up in the rocks overlooking the waterfall for the um, combat. I just want to know how the fuck did those people get up there? Because they were really steep rocks. There was no walking tracks, and they were just neatly like stacked up there, like a little amphitheater with no human way of getting there, unless they got dropped off by little helicopters or something. So I love that we we've watched a movie where a guy's invented a suit. That's like a cat that gives them super human powers, and you're picking out how do they get up the side of a hill? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, okay. How let, do they make a flying let car? Explain, because, <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain. I get the flying car. Look, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it just made that whole scene look like bloody Miss Universe or something. It looked great, but it looks so artificial. Okay. Other thing I liked is I really liked the spiritual aspect what the ceremonies they went through i thought that was really interesting and how they the winner of the combat drunk the syrup and they buried him in sand or snow or whatever and he went to the afterlife and spoke to you know whoever was important mm. to him oh, yeah is there another word for the mystical world called getting high on drugs <laughs> is that a is that what it was that's what it looked like to me <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point, Ash. That's a, cool, so on to me. Uh, what I liked about this movie was uh, the last Marvel movie that we watched was Ragnarok, and that was one of the most comedic uh, Marvel movies. I liked that this was a bit more gritty, that, you know, the jokes in this were a bit more earned. There was, you know, a bit of mm, humour, but it yep. was it was a bit more earned. It came out of it came out at appropriate times. Anyway, uh, on to the thing I disliked. I wasn't a fan of Killmonger. I didn't like... Shame on you. Shame on you. Oh, Sam. <laughs> no, I know. No, here's the thing. I didn't like how he knew everything about Wakandan history and all this other stuff. Because Wakanda's been this switched off nation from you know the rest of the world. Mm, how does he knows know anything. so much about it? Yeah. Good, and, good question. Okay, admittedly, yeah, he'd found that book of his dad's or whatever, which might explain it. But I mean, if, if that's the worst thing I can come up with for this movie, this movie's yeah. pretty goddamn yeah. awesome. And the final thing I liked the most about this movie was visually it was absolutely stunning. The Marvel movies have hit a next level, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, Ragnarok, this, Spider-Man Homecoming not so much, but these movies are visually just so impressive now that whoever does the art and design on these movies, honestly, they should be winning like an award higher than an Oscar, basically. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. So, text on question number two. Which two characters from this film would you like to take with you on a crazy night out? 
I'll answer this first. Okay, so we actually saw them on a crazy night out, and I would just love to be there on a girls' night out with Shuri and Okoye. What? So you could get to a shootout with CIA? And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, like in the in the previous podcast, I, I said you know you got to take the chicks, and then and then sure enough, T'Challa or Black Panther takes the chicks, and they ruin his night. Yeah, look what happened. <laughs> hey, they had a bloody good time actually driving that remote control car. Yeah, yeah, they did, and they had a big fight, and Almost I got out of a crazy and- night out. I don't. I, I don't really. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did. I did think. Um, I did initially. I did think Nakia and Akoya would be great, but um, I'm going to go with the, the with the safe guy, um, Martin Freeman. He <laughs> what? He would be the most boring. That dude. is not a crazy night out. It's, it's. He's got a whole. He's all cashed up. He's got the CIA funds. He's got your back. And and Shuri, Shuri would be the one I'd take out because she's got all the gadgets, and I think. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to echo you there. Shuri was definitely my other one, uh, and then because I was like, oh man, you want to take Black Panther out because you know he's he's loaded, he'll pay for everything, all that sort of stuff. But oh, nah, bro, you don't want to go out with a brother and a sister. Because anytime any guy comes over and starts talking to the sister, he's like, oh, well, fuck, I'm out of here. Yeah, so I, I went with Shuri and then I um, also went with Okoye because I get into heaps of fights every time I go out. So why not have the world's best bodyguard? What? You get into verbal arguments, not not fist-to-fist combat. I'm lucky if I even get into that. Most of those verbal arguments were myself. So yeah, 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 good point. Yeah. Okay, so that moves us on to question number three. What flavour ice cream is this movie? Now, don't all both jump to go with dark chocolate <laughs> triple chocolate <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> three shades of dark dark darker and darkest <laughs> what about you stage gold rush gold rush yeah because it's it's fun and colorful and they have literally hit they've struck gold with their vibranium right mm. so you know it's i think it's relevant uh, for our foreign listeners, Gold Rush is a... So it's like a honeycomb flavoured ice cream and then it's got chunks of chocolate covered honeycomb inside it. So, That's good. Yeah. I am going to go with M&M. M&M's? <laughs> yeah, absolutely M&M's because there's like M&M's is the colourful nature of Wakanda because it is. It's colourful yeah. and beautiful and you know all the tribes have the different colours and everything. Mm. It's amazing. Mm. Okay, so question number four. How long would our review to survive in this movie's world? Um, all about two seconds. <laughs> I had one second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one second later. And um, um, Matthew, at least you've got the skin colour to like, get through the border. <laughs> According to Ulysses Claw, you're not gonna you're not you're not he's the toughest guy there is and he couldn't last there, so <laughs> I've got no chance. Yeah, I've zero, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I just said not long. Like, yeah, probably you're right, zero. Uh, yeah, hang on, what am I saying? Uh, at least I don't have a mop of ginger hair. And I would, okay, so I either would not belong No, I've got a white bald head, which is like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like SOS I think that beacon. one second is um, a, a, a bit of a... a bit exaggerated. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, what's up, dude? <laughs> okay, so that moves us on to question number five. What character from this film clearly needs to get laid? Mbaku. Really? Yeah. He's the king. Where does he need to get laid? No, no, he's the um the mountain tribe leader. Oh, oh wow, the mountain tribe leader. But he's a leader. <laughs> he's a leader. Yeah, he seems you like a he bit doesn't of, get laid. He seems like a bit uptight to me. 
He's living in a big mountain. He, got spe- <laughs> yeah. he the And he doesn't seem like he gets many visitors up there. They don't really associate with the other tribes. Yeah, so I think have. he needs to get out a bit more. He could maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, you can't think of a good answer, an yeah. argument for that. Maybe, just, maybe every time someone talks to them and they get the wrong idea because he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. yeah, could be. We, see, admittedly, I also had him, but now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to swap my answer to Martin Freeman. No, that's my answer. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, I could change my answer. No, no, we'll leave it at that. I think yeah. we'll, we've answered that question. It, it's either Mbaku or Martin Freeman. No, or Ramonda. The old king's been gone for a bit of time. She could go out to see Mbaku. Yeah, yeah. Angela just, Bassett, if you're hey, listening and you do need someone to have... The king just died. Like, because at, at the start of the movie... Yeah, opportunity strikes, man. So she hasn't been laid for, like, what, one week yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long time. Okay, so that moves us on to question number six. What deep philosophical debate arose in you while you were watching this movie? Hmm. Is this movie any different to any other African movie I've seen where... It's tribe versus tribe, it brother versus brother. It, like, you know, when we took when it's these Marvel movies, they, they normally have a you know, they, the the villain the, the, the people the fights happen with people that they have no relation whatsoever. But when it comes to Africans and in this movie it turns out to be his first cousin. Mm-hmm. Actually and actually his dad has to fight his own brother. Yeah, that's, that's some Shakespearean shit right there. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And I was actually thinking that when I was watching the movie, why is it always this infighting amongst Wakandans? You know, that's what I my initial thought was. It was weird. Uh, so my deep philosophical debate was, can I murder a friend while watching a movie? Because while I was sitting there, I noticed that Machu beside me did this really irregular breathing pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is a sign of a great movie, by the way. If you're noticing this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was more. It was more like this. It was more like I was sitting there, and it was like. <gasps> <laughs> and it was during the action scenes. It was just like, oh, this is really good. <gasps> <laughs> that was satisfying. I'm just so efficient with oxygen. You can see, <laughs> I, I don't try and suck up all the. I don't. I don't try and suck up all the oxygen like you do, my mate. <laughs> Good call. Are you, are you I don't steal. You guys want to? I only need one breath every now and then, just to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Good call, Machu. So my deep philosophical debate is kind of about the romantic element of this movie. Because first of all, we all hate that when there's a romantic element. Second of all... Do we? I love romance. Yeah, the romance makes the whole like thing. Like in Jurassic World, when they're kissing, when the bloody dinosaurs running down they the They had to get a kiss in something. I love to, get, I to get caught in that. I love to get caught in a bad romance. <laughs> yes. Anyway... Okay, go, um, go. <laughs> I was just wondering... Okay, so T'Challa and Nakia broke up. Before the movie started, right? So, and then it seemed near the end of the movie that maybe they'll get back together. Mm. Now, I was wondering, why did they break up? And why might they get back together? Mm. Don't know. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so so exactly my point is, why put it in the movie at all? Because they they, they have some link to what what, what makes her character relevant. And uh, she was that rebellious character that... um, so Admittedly, in the comic, she um, ditches him, becomes an arch villain. So, 
Maybe they're trying to set that up. Maybe it's a bit of indecisiveness or something. Anyway. Cool. Good answers there, guys. Okay, so that moves us on to question number seven. Which subplot from this movie would make for its own awesome spin-off movie? Ulysses Claw. That guy is awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Circus knocks it out of the fucking park. He does. Movie. He steals most of the scenes. Oh, he steals yeah. all the scenes that he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they steal the movie from him by killing him. But, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't seem too worried about that. Well, about dying. Yeah. Pretty sure most people like value it's, their own life. Yeah, yeah, they do. But it's like, it's the world he's in. It's the business he's, he's in. He kills people daily. So mm. he expects that that's going to happen to him at some yeah. point. I'm going to slightly twist this question a little bit. Yeah. They have rhinoceroses that they are farming with. And they have the vibranium armor by the look of it. Yeah. I think that would make an awesome crossover with the next Jurassic Park movie. Like um, that movie, Okja. Whatever is that? Okja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the movie that we only watched an hour of, and Stacey was like, no, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, if you didn't enjoy that, how are you going to enjoy the spin off movie? But yeah, maybe, if there yeah, was, yeah. maybe if there were rhinos with vibranium suits, I would enjoy it. Fair enough. Uh, my, my subplot would be at the end there where they start sending out all the guns to everybody around the world. Man, I would have loved to have seen that movie, The, the Black Uprising. I reckon that would have been a great war movie. Oh, we'll see it, Sam, real soon. What in, what in real life? <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like this is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so moving on to the next question. Uh, what what scene in this movie really needed somebody getting hit in the bowels? Well, right when Zuri told Killmonger that um, he 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 was the one that um, betrayed him, <laughs> and he. You yeah. <laughs> Right then, somebody needed to throw a gridiron ball, nail him right in the balls. Because he's like, oh, is that right? So you were there when my dad died and you just left me for about 30 years. Didn't he die anyway? Didn't he get stabbed? Yeah, but he needed to get hit in the ball, so this is way Uh Right. (laughs) Just to make the death worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Daniel Kalua's character, Wakabi. He charged the rhino, uh, and very luckily for our heroes, Okoye stepped in the road and stopped the rhino, and then he sort of got out, and we're like, oh, what's going to happen here? Are they going to surrender to the Dora Milaje? Are they going to keep fighting? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would have loved it if she'd gone, kneel for me. And he was like, I'm not going to kneel for you. And then she just fucking laid one straight into his nuts that made him keel over, drop to his knees. It's like, yes, you kneel to the Dora Milaje. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Girl eh? power. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is going to reveal me as maybe someone who wasn't paying attention. However, I think that Killmonger needed to get hit in the balls in the scene where he's been taking his drugs, he's been in the sand, he wakes up and he looks around and he's in that beautiful flower garden in the cave where they have all those beautiful purple mm-hmm. gems or whatever it is that flowers, yeah. they herbs. give. The herb. Yeah. The herb. <laughs> <laughs> Those dudes are always on the herb. Drinking the herb. <laughs> oh, drinking the herb. Well, anyway, when he, come, when he comes out of that trance, he's like, burn everything, burn the flowers because he doesn't want anyone ever to be able to have that experience in the future. I think it would, and that was his kind of power moment, like his power play to say, right, I'm the king now. But would, would it be so cool if one of those old ladies doing the gardening just went around and <laughs> hit her the balls? <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. 
Okay, so the next one. What would the Tinder username or online dating profile username be for one of the characters in this movie? I struggled a bit with this one, and I, all I could come up with is mm, mm, baku, well, mm, fuck you. <laughs> that's, a- <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Uh, I went with Shuri and uh, I love toys because now she's coming out with all these different devices and stuff. I'm just going to take a twist on this and go on Tinder. You don't need a username. You just put your name, right? And if Eric Killmonger was a name on Tinder, who honestly would swipe right on that? My other answer for his was murder yo pussy. <laughs> Stop laughing at myself. <laughs> yes, I can see. See, this works. A guy, a guy, and <laughs> trying to get into a girl's mind about what kind of thing they'd find Murder, funny on Tinder. <laughs> um, and that leads us right into question number ten. Yes, what would be the porn parody name of this movie? Black Panther, stab in the dark. <laughs> what? I did. I did have um, a badass who likes badasses, but um, <laughs> have, you, have you looked at Stacey's page and stolen her asses? No, no. Oh, no. She keeps she keeps saying "stab in the dark," and I was like, "That is a great porn parody." What about you, Stace? What's yours? Black Panther. See, it's like you've gone through my um, media collection on my f- computer and come up with that one because a lot of a lot of these porn parody names basically take the name and then change it around a bit. And when I first saw this, I was like, "Yeah, okay, Black Panther is a good one." But instead, yes. I'd, I'd try to mix it up and go with Crack Panther. Oh, uh, no, Crack Panther would be better. So that moves us on to the personal round where we get to ask three <laughs> questions uh, that we've personally come up with. Stacey, you are first up. Okay, uh, guys, I've already talked about this scene and it irked me from right from the start. Is there a more impractical location for a fight to the death than a waterfall? Yes, oh. a tightrope pulled over a volcanic eruption <laughs> <laughs> that is about the best i could come up with yes you're c- correct thank you there do is. i win a prize mm, no I, I don't think it was that impractical like if you got a cool <laughs> spot to do it let's just do it there make it make it a bit of danger no yeah yeah the only the only other place i had was in the waterfall but i think that's the same question <laughs> yes i think I, so I was yeah. <laughs> So maybe, maybe not. Maybe that was the most impractical voice. <laughs> okay. All right then. So why did none of Black Panther's troops, the Dora Milaje, have vibronium suits? Because if you're the king, you make everyone wear skimpy loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> These women have skin exposed, like nothing. Like right. It's so, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> easy for them to get um, yes, shot or yes, stabbed. Or yeah, I just think he's a person that likes like keeping coming, it to himself. He's greedy. Yeah. Ah, greedy. Yeah, I just think he likes being the only one that wears that suit. And he doesn't strike me as greedy. He seems like a nice guy. But yeah. anyway. He's, he's, he's a nice he's, guy that lets his troops get fucked up by yeah. other people. <laughs> he's strategic. <laughs> Okay. And tactical. All right then. So one of the awesome parts of this movie was the Wakandan technology that Sherry whipped up in her lab. So what piece of technology would help you guys out the most? Okay, so Stacey uh, often goes out drinking with her friends and then rings me at about 11 o'clock at night and says, hey, can you please come pick me up? Uh, blah, 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 blah. And quite often I'm 
Right in the midst of Jackie. Uh, I'm in the midst of mess. I'm in the midst of. Oh shit! What You're in I? your own midst. I, I'm in the midst of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my own midst. Yes, you've got a machu. That I'm like, ah, oh, no, I don't really want to do that. In the movie, you don't really want to do that. Why have a computer? Yeah. Why have the internet? <laughs> you don't really want to do that. I mean, I don't really want to go pick up Stacey. That's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Shuri has this sort of remote control device where you pretty much get into a, uh, a simulator and you can drive a car around and that sort of stuff. So it'd be really cool for me to be able to get into a simulator, drive a car down to pick up Stacey, pick her and her friends up, drive them home. So the Wakanda technology um, that would help me out the most, I reckon, would be, I mean, I think it'd help anyone else, would be the the um, Black Panther suit. But you've got to you've got to use it like I wouldn't use it like he did to save the world. Well, you'd arm wrestle guys at three. AM That's in right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have my I little necklace it. on, and I'd be walking up to someone, and they'd be like, "Hey, hey bro, do you want to arm wrestle?" And they're like, "I'm well, not really, because you're a little midget." But I'll, I'll take you, I'll, I'll, and then yeah. I'll throw down like twenty bucks and go, "Yeah, yeah, come on, come on!" And then and then once they put their arm down, I'll, I'll turn on my uh, Black Panther suit and destroy <laughs> them. Either that or I'll cheat like normal to win. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah, cheating. I was like, Machi, you don't really need the Black Panther suit for that. I know. Uh, all I can imagine now is drunk Machu showing up at parties. <laughs> hey, what's up? Meow. <laughs> like, oh, God, he's doing it again. He's in a fucking suit again. Cool. Anyway, moves me on to my set of three questions. So who do you guys reckon was the better villain, Claw or Killmonger? I thought Claw was a better kill, uh, vil, um, villain because I thought Killmonger, Killmonger is I, I almost kind of I, I, you know I, I felt a bit sorry for him and I thought he could turn to a hero so he's kind of like um, somewhere in between the villain and the hero um, I, I kind of felt his plight that he was left behind for so many years and he was a um, he was a victim of circumstance whereas Claw was just an out and out villain. So here's the question: Who was the better villain? Claw, yes, he was very interesting, but he got killed. Killmonger actually took the throne. So in my books, he got closer to the prize. That makes him the better villain. But but does it? But also makes him a hero because he had a um, he had a plight. Like um, he was doing it for the right reasons, whereas Claw was clearly doing it for the wrong reasons. He was doing it for money, whereas Killmonger thought this is the way that the world should operate. So he had a bit of a moral compass and behind his actions. But does that make it the right reasons? Like you've assumed money is the wrong reason to do something. Is arming everybody in the world with weapons the right reason? Yeah, I don't think so. Because um, Claw was selfish and Killmonger was selfless by giving empowering everybody else with the, the, the technology and the weapons. That, mm. yeah. Okay, let's just <laughs> agree, agree to, to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my second question. So we had the rhino tribe, we had the ape tribe, we had the panther tribe. But what about you guys? What would be your tribe's animal? Tiger. Orange uh, hair, orange, <laughs> orange fur. Yes. Um, um, I'm highly disappointed you didn't pick an orangutan, my dearest orangutan. <laughs> The ginger of the monkeys. <laughs> uh, I had the crab. Can oh, you go geez. crab? What? Yeah, is, is he, he's got he's crabs. got crabs. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> crabs. They're the the deadliest catch. Have you not seen um, the the National Geographic channel? Is this some kind this of is... giant like crab made out of vibranium? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 
But how awesome would that be? Like you come near the shore and you've got these crazy crabs. You guys and I'm should one of them. see Sam's face right now. He's like wondering <laughs> how it's the crab. Possible. Yeah, the just choose the lion, that, that is... the tiger, the, well, the deer. My... No, I'm going to go of the t- tiny little sea life. My... That I can just stand on and crush. My rugby yeah. team's... Um... Okay, Mr. Crab. <laughs> <laughs> my rugby team's animal is the crab. And we are the, oh, we're the pup, so we're called the papakas. That is true. I do that. <laughs> And we play the we play the lions, the bulldogs, and the crabs always come out on top. Okay, so that moves me on to my next one. Look, a lot of good warriors in this movie, but which one of them, which character from this movie would win the Hunger Games or a Battle Royale? A fight to the death, which one would be the ultimate winner? A Koye. Yeah, that's the answer. It's not the answer. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I thought about Koye. She is awesome. She's, She's strong. Awesome. But um, tactical, no. Um, and the the one with the best tactics is um, Nakia. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the spy that would uh, befriend um, Okoye and then take her down at the last moment. <laughs> She'd take everyone down. She's obviously got Black Panthers. Um, she had his number. She she managed to avoid uh, Killmonger. That's awesome. See, personally, I would have picked Shuri. And what I love about this is none of us picked Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> None of us picked the super soldier. We're like, nah, nah. He kind of sucks at fighting. <laughs> there's there's going to be some point at which his suit will not activate. Right? There'll be yeah. some kind of game or something that will happen that means vibranium doesn't work in the environment. Yeah. So yeah. that's why we're not picking him. That moves us on to uh, Machu for your set of three questions. All right. Eh? So. Black Panther is an obvious movie name. Can you come up with a better name? Come on. Captain America, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Iron Man. They're all obvious names. Why are you picking on Black Panther? Oh, we had Thor, Ragnarok. We always said something like Black Oh, I thought it was Black Panther the something. But it wasn't. It was just oh, Black Panther. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. You need a bit of a tagline. Yeah, see, I'll go over Black Panther, Wakanda's new king. Come on, that's a bit boring. Mm. Or is he? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the tagline, or is it? Yeah. I I had um, Black Panther. Welcome to Wakanda, gangsters' paradise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to my second question: uh, Black Panther or T'Challa couldn't fight without his Black Panther drugs or herb or whatever it took to become Black Panther. His myth. So, yeah. yeah, his myth. So is he fit to be king? Uh, I I personally don't think so. He, I don't get me wrong; he's awesome, but yeah. He, got beaten by an outsider and all that sort of stuff I'm, I wasn't really that sold on whether he should be king or not personally I think Shuri probably should have been king she, or queen she was <laughs> king. I'm gonna say yes he was fit to be king and I've got two different angles on this because you find him fit yes he was fit <laughs> and both it meant both fighters in the combat weren't didn't have the the purple juice or whatever it was mm. so it kind of brought it down to a level playing field and there's two different angles to this argument one is something we discussed at the start of the podcast traditionally royal families have been based on blood ties and a very hierarchical nature but this isn't there obviously. a la the you know um british royal mm. family on the flip side if we're thinking about game of thrones royal family characters and who should be king or who's fit to be king in the Game of Thrones. I think actually T'Challa would be a far better king than anybody so far that they've had to be king in Game of Thrones. But like the the one thing that he has to do to be king is fight win yeah, a win ritual a, win a com- fight, yeah. yeah, win and he 
just about lost his first one and he got annihilated in his second one. The reason that they choose their kings is because they're great fighters. No, 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 no. It's it's a bloodline. No, it's a bloodline and he just has to either not be challenged and not lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's saying, right, you're going to be king. It's pretty much guaranteed, like 99% sure. But, oh, just by the way, does anyone want to fight this guy? Just because you're never going to get a chance to fight this guy because he's going to have his black Because he might be weak. Suit. And we don't yeah. want a weak king. <laughs> and, oh, hello, he's pretty weak. Uh, so my last question is, who would win out of a scrap, Dora Milaje or Wonder Woman's Amazonians? First of all, massive respect for bringing out Wonder Woman's Amazonians. And this was an incredibly hard decision for me because I loved, loved, loved the Amazonians and Wonder Woman. So you love them? I love them. <laughs> love them, yeah. Anyway, the Dora Milaje, I think, would win. I think they've got that kind of spiritual element and and toughness that the Amazonians don't have. Here's the thing, though, and this is how I'm going to get full nerdy. The Amazonians are pretty much descended from Greek gods. Well, they've got one. Wonder Woman herself is actually descended from a Greek god. Also, they're like thousands of years old. Like, the Wakandans haven't lived for that amount of time. They don't have that much fight experience or training experience and all that sort of stuff. So purely based on that, also the Amazonians would probably outnumber them. We saw a lot of Amazonians as opposed to the Dora Milaje are only about 20 to 30 women. Okay, so here's the thing. So I was along your same lines in my thinking as well. And then I thought, hang on, what about weapons? And I'm like, oh, the Amazonians have some really cool weapons and they know Mm. how to use them. And if Wonder Woman turned up with her like bracelets, yeah, sure. This what is the most nerdy again? I've ever heard Stacey What go, are they called again? The Wakanda. Dora Milaje. And then she brings it right yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dora, she but, went full nerd for a taste and was like, I don't like this. I'm back out. But the Dora Milaje have vibranium weapons, which just tips them over the edge. So they could have the same weapons as the Amazonians, but just up a notch. Okay. Plus, the Amazonians are terrible fighters. They they had that um, <laughs> in the Wonder Woman movie. Some random people turn up on the beach and they start killing them. Yeah, they them. were soldiers with guns. Though, they had soldiers with guns. What, what, what are you talking? We got the the Wakandan woman with the, the most advanced weapons on the planet. Yeah, yeah, of, but everybody. They don't have guns and stuff. Like at least the Amazonians <laughs> they have guns. Have. They've got, like, <laughs> fucking bow and arrows and shit. Okay, you know, another thing about the tip that goes to the Dora Milaje is they're all armed with, like, Wakandan outfits and... Oh, sorry, vibranium outfits, and which is the toughest metal on Earth. So they could withstand that, but all you've got to take is Wonder Woman coming in, and she would fuck shit so here's the, up. But here's the question. Because she's an Amazonian. But that wasn't the question. It's not Wonder Woman plus the Amazonians. It's not Black Panther plus the... Whatever the but she's is. Amazonian. <laughs> but she's Black uh, Panther's not Dora Milaje. Wait, mm. is um? It says Wonder Woman's Amazonians. She's part of the Amazonians. She's their best Amazonian. Okay. Can a Valerian spear actually defeat Vibranium? Spear. Vi- Valerian. Valerian steel. So wait, Vibranium. But they're on the herbs. What if? She, what if they oh, use the that's herbs? That's a good question. Game, <laughs> Game of Thrones versus um, oh Black Panther. Right, moving right We've along. We've got way too nerdy for this podcast. And, that's and wrapping it up. Me. Okay, so that takes us down to our final question, which, as always, is the fan question. So put it out there to see uh, who'd have the best question. Had quite a few good responses back, but I'm going to take uh, one of our former co-hosts, Spanky, sent me a message which was, what the fuck, you fucking arsehole? Are you going to really do this Marvel movie without me? I'm back next weekend. Can't you wait till then, you wanker? 
So what's your guys' uh, answer to that question? <laughs> My answer is Spanky. We can't put our lives on hold for you. We just have to move on. Oh, yeah, and by the way, you didn't tell us you were coming next weekend. So what about you, Machu? Uh, are we seriously going to do this podcast without him? Oh, this is bullshit. I think we need to stop right now. And My brother from another wahine needs to come back here and... Oh, no. <laughs> what are you thinking, Spanky? We're gonna, the, the world doesn't stop um, when, you, when you head off to Wakanda or wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Spanky. Yes, we definitely are going to do this. So that takes us to the end of our podcast where we do the trivia round. Oh, fuck. It comes at one out of five, <sighs> if so, I'm lucky. So I've, I've opted out of doing the trivia round this week. It'd just be boring, basically. <laughs> So what I'm going to do now, guys, I'm going to ask you a set of five questions. Okay, so the director, Ryan Coogler, has directed two movies before this, two feature-length movies. Name one of them. Karate Kid. Fantastic Four. Wrong and wrong. Uh. The answers were Fruitvale Station and Creed. Two Uh. movies I've never heard of. Okay, here we go. Question number two. What film number is this in the MCU universe? 16. 11. It's the 18th film. Oh, shit. Oh, it was closer. Do I was an answer question, I thought, that one. Okay. <laughs> so, next question. Zero Obviously, two. Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis are two of the white actors in this movie. Name another white actor who has a Stanley. Line. Much has got it. Well done. Stacey, I would have, uh, you know, given you a chance there, but your face rolled back as the, oh, I've got no idea about this one. So, mm. much you, you are currently one out of three. Stacey, you're on zero. Okay. Okay. Who was the very famous artist that, along with Stanley, came up with a lot of these Marvel characters? Stanley. <laughs> Stanley and Stanley. Stanley, and Stanley. <laughs> it's actually Jack Kirby, and here's uh, a fun little fact. Oh, about Jack. Old Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Old Jackie boy. <laughs> here's a fun little fact about Jack Kirby. After the, I think it was after the first or second issue of Black Panther, one of the heads of Marvel came to him and said, oh, you know, this is an interesting new comic, blah, 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 whatever. We need you to put more white people in it. So Jack then wrote an issue where Black Panther kicks the shit out of the KKK. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good man. Okay, so... Going into the last round. Stacey, you need to get this to tie. Machu, if you get this, you'll win. Going to be first hand up. Which actor has played another Marvel character? Forrest Whitaker. Daniel Kaluuya. Machu, you win the trivia round. The correct answer was Michael B. Jordan, who played uh, Johnny Storm, a.k.a. Human Torch, in the Fantastic Uh. Four movie from 2015. I just said Fantastic Four. I know. That's why I'm laughing at you. That's why I'm staring at you like, come on, bro, you know this. Yeah, that's a that's a win. But I don't. I still I still feel like a defeat. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Uh, it was it's a great movie. Go and watch it. Cool. I don't really have any other final thoughts. I'm just going to say that I am reviewing this movie uh, as part of the Countdown podcast. You can find those guys if you search Countdown podcast movie and TV reviews. I'll provide a link into the show notes of this episode also like to plug another couple of podcasts there's uh, one side up from another couple of New Zealanders down at Christchurch they're called the NZGG podcast uh, they've also recently reviewed Black Panther so once you finish listening to us why don't you go along and have a listen to them as well uh, also like to give a shout out to another podcast I came across called the Tasteless Podcast which is a girl that reviews movies in which she thinks one movie is way better than the other one so for instance she did uh, an episode where she thought Showgirls was a heck of a lot better than La La Land and looking at you Stacey I'm pretty sure you might agree with her 
considering it. <laughs> well, I've never seen Showgirls, but it wouldn't be hard to beat La La Land. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hard to beat Showgirls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very easy to beat off to Showgirls, but it's hard to... <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's the end of us. Uh, you can go on Twitter and find us at Movie Reviews In. You can go on Facebook and find us at Movie Reviews In 20Qs. Uh, don't be afraid to hit us up and suggest some movies that you'd like us to do. Anywho, that's thanks for me. See you next time. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. What happens now determines what happens to the rest of the world. From what I hear, he comes most nights. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you hear? Do you hear him coming? Is that what you hear? <laughs> God damn it. Okay, do you guys? Do you guys get the other? Do you guys call each other when that you're takes coming? Us to the end of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> and I don't like gingers being relegated to the token. Standing not out for much. <laughs> Usually, the person that takes a bullet for him doesn't know they're about to take a bullet for him. But <laughs> Okay, Sam has had only three beers at this Don't point. Don't remind me. <laughs> you, you see what happens to me when I'm really late <laughs> yeah. for a week. Okay. What shampoo do you use? <laughs> That's the most hairiest question you can ask a bald person's day. Hey, look. Sherry, you can't be serious. You forgot Sherry's name. No. It's movie recruit views and 20 cues. It's 10 to 2. We're on the booze. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. That's the best way to start. <laughs>